0: Welcome to the Fitzlife Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey,
1: we are back.
0: You're looking good today.
1: You just called me a lumberjack.
0: I did, but (laughs) you're a hot lumberjack. How's that?
1: Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) I'm going to take that. I appreciate that.
0: You should. You should. How are you?
1: I'm good. I am. uh, You're welcome.
0: You're you're welcome. Siri. Siri. (laughs) What did we ask Siri? uh,
1: Siri. I said, well, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I appreciate that. And Siri just said, you're welcome.
0: Yeah. Welcome. You're welcome. Okay.
1: and from the UK my Siri yes uh, you're good i'm, I'm good i'm uh, i'm i'm looking forward to speaking today on what we are going to talk about yeah. i i'm i am a huge proponent of morning routine and mm-hmm. i'm a huge proponent of evening routine yeah. and i think that this is going to be valuable i know that you and i have very different routines yeah so i'm excited to unpack that a little bit
0: and it i think it it changes over time but i think the one thing you and i you and I really agree upon. And I would say, I would say, it. you know, I'm not saying you and I are successful, but a lot of uber successful people, whatever you want to deem success to be in life. I
1: think we're incredibly successful, but that's our own, you're allowed to think you are successful in your own right.
0: I was trying to sound modest, but (laughs) what?
1: (laughs) I'm like, hold on. We are very successful. I think we should acknowledge that. There's nothing wrong with actually stating a fact.
0: But, but, I will say everyone's definition of success is different. hundred percent. So, you know, I, I don't want to, just because you crush business doesn't mean you're successful if you don't do a business. There's a lot of avenues in life you can be very successful at. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be modest, but, um, yeah, we've done okay. We've done okay. Lots of hard work, right?
1: Absolutely. Lots
0: of hard work. But I, I what I was going to get to after we ramble is, I think, having a morning routine. And maybe mm. this sounds obvious, but... I think your mornings dictate your life. I think your mornings dictate your goals. I think your mornings lead you to a path of whether you are going to achieve whatever business goal you have, relationship goal. This is going to piss people off, and I'm probably going to annoy some people. Um, Just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. I I don't understand sleeping in. I've never understood that concept. It
1: feels feels so good. Well, of
0: course it does. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not not saying I don't like it. I'm not saying I don't think it's a bad thing. However, show me someone who's really tackled their industry or whatever, Uh whatever platform industry business they're in. You show me someone who sleeps in and they're not around. They they don't exist, honestly. Like, That's agreed. And I think you need to get your sleep in. I'm not saying that. We're going to have, like, sleep there. You got to go to sleep. I get that. I get that. However, I think early wakers who get shit done, I don't know. I think you're just getting a head start on everybody.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, and again, there's research on this, right? There's research when your kids are beside you, waking you up, and you, your kids are already up. And you're getting up with your kids. You feel, I always felt like I was behind the eight eight ball. I remember, you know, and I want to kind of pull this back a little bit if we can too, to when we were working both full-time in our corporate jobs, we were getting the kids up just like, guys... Any, per, any 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 mom or dad that's listening to this, we just want to give you massive props because I feel like you've already lived half your life in the first five hours of your morning, right? <laughs> By the time you've woken up, if you've done a workout, if you've done your morning routine, if you've gotten your kids lunches, you've made them breakfast, you've, you've gotten them dressed, they're in their snow pants. Like, winter is even the worst. Like, how many times, how long did it take to get the two kids out of the house today? I mean, and we aren't necessarily leaving to go to a... Corporate office anymore. So mm-hmm. think about that, right? Like, and again, we're living in a world pandemic. There's a lot of people that are now at home. Yeah. Um, if you are listening to this episode, we are in 2021 in the mm-hmm. middle of a world pandemic. Yeah. Um, but so it's maybe it's a little bit different, but in that same breath, in that same breath, there's a huge difference between your productivity, even if you get up 10 minutes earlier and you have a second to yourself or 15 minutes earlier. And I used to use this analogy because I actually, Jamie, you were the one who's always gotten up early. Yeah. So I, I just need to like say something. Yes, I've had a great morning routine for the most part for the last two and a half, three years. Yeah. I didn't before that. I would sleep in. I would be the one waking up at 848 for my nine o'clock start. I don't remember I, that. Yeah. Cause we were like dating, but I would never tell you that part. No. And then I'd be racing to sunrise up the street, my senior's home. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember when I lived over yep. down on downtown, it was, it was a four minute walk. And, and I remember like how rushed I felt. Some days I'm like, oh, I hope I brush my teeth. Cause I was rushing, but I was trying to get every last ounce of sleep in. So I also, I kind of appreciate people that love sleeping. You think, You just need to sleep in and sleep and sleep and sleep. But then what happened was the switch for me when I started to wake up and I actually started to realize how much of my life I was missing, how much of my time and my productivity I was missing. And Robin Sharma was the one who really changed that with the 5 a.m. club and his miracle and his miracle morning er, and and also Hal Elrod and the miracle morning. Yeah. That's what changed my life. I, you've just been this. Sharma's amazing. You've been an entrepreneur far longer than I have. That's not to downplay my. 2002. 2002, you've been an entrepreneur. So you, it's a different animal,
0: but I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's why I don't sleep in. I think I've all, this has Did you been sleep
1: in. Okay. Here's a question. Yeah. Did you sleep in when you were in your apartment in merit teaching? No. Okay.
0: No. I mean, obviously in my younger days, in my twenties, maybe had a few rough nights you sleep in and stuff. And of course you sleep in a little bit more, but I've always, and I, I actually believe this is an attribute that maybe it's not great to think this way, but I think it's an attribute to any success I've had. I honestly have always felt like if I sleep in, I'm missing out on life. I really, i or I'm. You've
1: mi- always said I'm, that, yeah,
0: or I'm missing out on something or news or something's going to happen. There, I'm telling you, I get high off of getting up at four in the morning or four thirty in the morning, going downstairs. Nobody else is awake. The, the house is dead. Quite, I sounded like a movie trailer there. Man in a lone house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just, I love that alone time. I grab a coffee, I read, and we'll talk about the morning routine. But to have that time alone, and I just, I, I think I've always felt like I'm wasting. Again, I'm not judging you if you sleep in. Some people work night shift. blah, la 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 la. Don't at me. I'm just speaking generally. I've just always felt like I'm missing out on life. Of I think that's been a benefit to me because I'm up, I'm early. I want to get shit done because there is nothing better when nine o'clock rolls around. And you've had four hours of doing productive oh, stuff.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things I think people will notice, and this is certainly something I notice, is I'm actually most productive in the early mornings. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually most productive at five, six, seven. That's my most productive work time. Um, but the other thing that I want to share as well that's important is that, do you remember the, um, the, the like, basically the non-negotiable I gave you, that to wake me up at 5.30, <laughs> you have to tell the story that one with the water yes tell the oh, yeah she, tell the story
0: she would well it's this is similar to Kim putting boundaries on like if there's ice cream in the freezer and Kim will Kim when we used to I lived with my brother and Kim for a while and you know you'd get haagen-dazs or something and it'd be in the freezer and Kim would literally go open the ice cream thing and pour mustard in the ice cream not not because she didn't want Mike or I to eat it, but to stop herself from going in and eating the ice cream. So guys, I'd, that's a whole other problem. I'd open, problem. I'd open up. Yell. I'd open up the fucking cookies and cream with with Dijon mustard spread all over. I'm like, what is going on here? Are you a sleepwalker? Like, are you making sandwiches with ice cream in the middle of the night? It's so random. But back to the point. What was I getting at with the, 5 the, it the was like Oh yeah. So so she wanted me to make a deal with her. That we would get freezing ice cold water, and we'd keep it by the bed, so you'd have a couple ice cubes in the water. And she was like, "If I don't get up at five a.m. with you, I'm giving you permission to dump the wa- the ice water on your face." Now, <laughs> I would never do it, although I thought Tessa about it a did few it times. it one time. Did she? She?
1: she was three and a half, and she was laughing so hard. Yeah, I don't. Really I, don't I don't
0: think that's the best way to have a morning routine.
1: Here, here's the reason. <laughs> the reason why I want to share that, and there's a point to that story. I was giving my power to Jamie. Mm. I was now making it Jamie's responsibility to get his wife up at 5:30 when or 5 when he got up and that's that is it didn't work.
0: And the mustard, you were giving power to the mustard as well. <laughs> Never do that.
1: Kate, honestly, I just like you know those uh, the reels are super famous right now on Instagram and it's like I I need to do a reel of like every time I poured mustard on the on the mustard or ice cream on the mustard. Sorry, every time I poured mustard on the ice cream and you look away cuz that's not also a good practice. You don't need to be pouring mustard on your ice cream. Eat the freaking ice cream. It's kind of weird. It's kind of no, it's it's weird. It's, it's that, weird. but here we'll talk about that another day. different things and stories you tell yourself with your eating and your emotional sure. eating. We'll all go down that track. Yeah. Um cuz that's another story. But my point to this is that when you're asking someone to get yourself up when you're asking someone to get you up, you are not taking ownership of what you want for your morning routine. And that's not going to work for you. So there's a couple non-negotiables that I have for my morning routine to develop it. So number one is make a nook, make a special sacred place. So Jamie's place is on the right It comes downstairs a little light, little chair. He puts his book beside it. It's got a little ledge for his coffee. It is his morning spot. My ass
0: is printed in that chair. His
1: ass is printed in that (laughs) chair. When Clemmy sits on it, it's like war, but that's your nook, right? You have a little spot that you sure. come down to and then mine's in the basement because I also believe you can't do a morning routine with someone else.
0: I don't call it a nook though, but you, you love the word nook.
1: I do. I think it's so cozy. Nook. Nook. So develop a space in your room. In your home, create a space. It can be a chair. You may want to put a a little table beside it where you can put a couple books that serve you. Some of ours that really changed the game with our morning routine is Hal Elrod, The Miracle Morning. Mm -hmm. Robin Sharma, The 5 a.m. Club. Um, the other one that I really love for my morning routine is the five minute journal. Mm. And it got me really starting with gratitude first thing in the morning. So one thing I would recommend as well is don't layer. A lot of times people look at everybody else's morning routine and then they try to adopt that guys, it's not going to work for you. You have to figure out what actually works for you. What are the books that speak to you? Because personal development is literally called personal development because it's personal to you. The same thing needs to be, I think we need to change it from morning routine to your personal morning routine, because your routine is going to be completely different than mine and then from Jamie's. But one of the things Jamie and I have really been talking about a lot about, and this we heard from Trent Shelton, you you cannot have a morning routine if you do not have an evening routine. Like insert,
0: yeah, mic drop your Your morning routine starts the night before. It
1: does. And I've really noticed um, an inconsistency. So yes, for a long time, I got up at five and I was a ninja, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't getting enough sleep. And your sleep is really important. So for me, if I'm going to get up at five in the morning, well, shit, I need to be gearing down by 9.30. That's not on my cell phone. That's not responding yeah. to messages. That's not... And what that made me realize is, oh my gosh, I need to be a better steward of my time during the day. And you need to become this master of your time. So one of the things that I did to really start to identify, how do I want my morning routine to be shaped? How do I want my evening routine to be shaped? is I used a 24-hour tracker. So when I worked in the world of senior living and residents would come in and they would, they would be moving in, their loved ones would actually make a 24-hour calendar being like this person likes this at this time they're here at this time they do this at this time so we knew exactly what the habits were and we also knew where the periods of emptiness was where we could fill in and i got to thinking kim do a 24 hour tracker on yourself like wh- what's in your when do you shower when do you get up in the morning when do you work when do you take the kids when are-? and for 7 days i tracked my activity mm-hmm. And what I noticed were my periods of in-productivity. And what I noticed is that it is really, really important to be observant of that. So we'll, I'm going to link one in the show notes for you, a tracker that you can actually track. You can print it off. You can track it. And I want to encourage you to track as you're starting to figure out what is my morning routine like? What is my evening routine like? Because they go hand in hand. So in order for me to really change up my morning routine, I needed to lay my clothes out the night before. For my workout clothes. You still do. I still do that every day.
0: I trip on them every night. I go to bed. I trip on the clothes.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) I had to start. And this is something I'm really working hard on. Guys, your cell phone has an alarm that you can turn off and reschedule for later. You need to get an alarm that you don't know how to turn on or change. So Jamie, I've got the sunlight, the sunlight lamp that goes off. It goes off one time. It's across the room from me. And I don't know how to turn it back on and I don't know how to snooze it. So I have to get up or I'm going back to bed. And if I go back to bed, I may not get up till nine o'clock and that's not going to work. So that helped me. So what do you need to do? Is it setting the alarm across the room? Is it putting it in the bathroom? Is it, you know, really good practices to not be relying on your cell phone as your alarm clock, but to actually purchase a functional alarm clock and put it across the room. So you need to get up. Um, That's important you know, go right into the bathroom. So you're awake. If you open your eyes really wide, it also makes <laughs> you going here, think eh? you're awake. <laughs> and as you're opening your eyes really wide, chug some water, brush your teeth and get your cute butt downstairs.
0: But don't, don't you think though, that that's all great and it's awesome in theory, but don't you think that, it really starts with, because some people are probably like, why why would I do that? What's the whole point of this? No, honestly, because I think maybe the tendency sometimes is to think you're punishing yourself by having to wake up early. That's what people mm-hmm. think. Oh, I got to get up at 5 a.m. It's some form of a punishment or, oh, God, I got to get a better schedule. You know how everyone talks negatively. I got to get a better schedule. I got to get up earlier and get that workout in. It's like, well... If you approach it that way, it's going to be really hard to implement that schedule.
1: Ooh, good point.
0: Really hard to implement that schedule. So how about, because this is the actual truth of the matter is, the truth is, if you do that, if you establish a schedule, and it's going to take a while to get comfortable. If you Years. If you establish that schedule of maybe it's 5 a.m. or 4, whatever works for you. I know everyone 6 works. 6 a.m. Whatever and, works and for I you. And I
1: would even suggest, too, just to, to add to that point really quickly, Jamie, it's like, guys, you can't start at 4 a.m., if you're getting up at seven right now, start with six forty-five. Mm-hmm. like just like you sleep train your kids, you have to kind of morning sleep train yourself too.
0: But if you are, if you are conscious of the fact that this new morning routine is actually going to give you more time, it's probably going to give you more energy. It, if you incorporate fitness in that, in that process, sure. You're going to get healthier. your Relationship's going to be better. Sex might be better. Your whole life gets better with a morning routine. So rather than approaching it as a punishment or I've oh, got to do this, how about Cause, cause this is the truth about morning routines. How about approaching it with something that could turn, that could be life changing. And I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound dramatic. Establishing a morning routine that works for you, that sets the tone for your day can dramatically alter how you feel about you, your life, where it's going, goals, all that stuff.
1: I just, and I, I want to root this into something important to share Um, when I had, I had a really strict morning routine guys, like it was, it was unstoppable. It was unshakable. And then Jamie's heart attack happened for us. Mm -hmm. And I actually did a video on morning routine the day before your cardiac arrest. Mm. And I was like, it is amazing. It is so great. And then the next day I felt like it all went away. And not all of it, but parts of it did go away because I didn't know how to get back up early again after a trauma. I didn't know how to figure this all out. And, you know, for everybody that's walking through this pandemic, a lot of this sounds great in theory, like Jamie just said. But when you've gone through something that's really hard in your life and you feel like you're maybe a little lost in your routine, I just want to first of all acknowledge how normal that is. And it also is so frustrating. I worked so hard at my morning routine, but I want to share something with you. It's not forgotten. So it's a practice. And I know for sure that the reason why part of the reason why I was able to get in a zone to get focused and stay focused on the task at hand when what was happening for Jamie and I in the hardest moments of my life with my daughter beside me was from meditation years of meditation and focus and writing in my journal and 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 visualizing the life i wanted to have i'll never forget um josh who's now a friend of ours that was the firefighter in the we i didn't stop saying this isn't how your story ends we've got this you've got that like, i had such faith and such conviction and it was so much of what i had been telling myself there was no room for doubt in that situation because I had been in training yeah. your morning routine guys. And I, again, I'm not suggesting that you're going to have to experience what I'm experiencing. Everybody has their own different experiences in their lives that they've walked through fire. Mm. And every one of us just has a different degree of burn. But what I will share with you is the healing and the recovery is mandatory with tools that you have to protect your self-care mm-hmm. and to protect a radical level of self-love. yeah. And you getting up a little bit earlier and gr- practicing some gratitude and breathing isn't hard. It's a choice and it will, it will actually serve you when things get really hard, you're gonna know how to handle them because you've been practicing and you've been in training for this. So that may sound super dramatic, but I'm telling you right now, I know that is how, I was able to not just crumble. And even though my morning routine looked different, it still looks different. And I'm slowly getting back to it. Yeah, You have to give yourself permission to see what this new normal looks like and see what it feels like. So if you feel that you had a really good morning routine and then now you're home and there's this pandemic and there's the your job and the kids, just take a second to honor where you're at. Take a big breath ground yourself and then think about what's one thing you can do tomorrow that'll set yourself up to get back on that track for that morning routine. So is it, is it laying your clothes out the night before? Is it setting that alarm across the room? Is it stating an intention that you're going to have the best sleep? That's one of Hal Elrod's tricks. I tell myself every night, this is going to be the most relaxing sleep you've ever had. You're going to wake up energized. And you tell yourself that before you go to bed so that when you wake up, And you sit down and your feet touch the ground and you take your breath and you realize, well, shit, I'm alive. So, number one, I'm winning. And number two, you think about the things you're grateful for. You know, and Jamie, I love what you shared the other day. If you can share that, what you.
0: Well, I was going to, first thing I was going to say is because you were, as as Kim talks, I'm, you know, I'm getting these ideas in my head, too. And it's like part of. I think part of a morning routine, whether it's meditation or breathing or reading personal development or even exercise, it's like, let's, let's use exercise for example. Um, and you talked about how this morning routine prepared you for what we went through and, and stuff like that. And that's, I think if you're going to go work out for 30 minutes, I'm, I'm not, I'm not working out right now. Um, necessarily because, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds because I'm going on vacation and I'm going to be in a swimsuit and walk on the beach and I want to look better, or I'm not going to develop more defined pecs. And you know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm exercising. I'm going for a run through the park or lifting weights. I'm doing that. So when Tessa has babies and I'm 77, I'm going to be mobile as, as much as I can control of that. Cause lots of stuff can happen, but that's what i'm doing it for right so recognizing that it's not just stuff you're doing in the moment i'm i'm trying to develop routines and habits and the fitness is one thing so from 20 years from now the things that i do now i can actually have better real world experiences and i'm using my daughter with her kids as an example as a grandparent that's how i'm it's not a punishment this isn't something i have to do to get up earlier it's going to make my life better not only now. But shit, better in five years and 10 years and 15 and 20. And back to your story, what Kim <laughs> wants me to get to is that I, one of my thing, I Kim didn't even know I, I do this because I get up before Kim. If I'm up at 4 or 4.30, I literally just, and this is all about intention. I, we, I walk by my, my son Colby's bedroom and also my daughter's and I will go inside quickly, maybe like 10, 15 seconds, um, whether it's 4 or 5 in the morning. And I'll just sit down on their bed very quickly. I'll put my hand on their back. And really just like give gratitude and, and make it a conscious thought for me that what I'm about to do today, the morning workout, meditation, everything about that morning routine and everything that I'm going to set out to do in that day, whether it's how I treat Kim, our relationship, my, the different businesses we run, how I'm going to show up. That reminds me when I spend that moment with each of them, it really reminds me why I'm doing this. And it sets the intent that I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing it for Kim, but I'm also doing it for my kids and how I show up, how I show up as a dad, husband, business partner, that that's really important in that, in that day. And that, those moments with my kids early on. That sets the intention of my day and the days aren't always perfect, but that's a really good for me. That's a good way to start the day.
1: I love that so much. So the bottom line here is, you know, when you are developing your morning routine, you need to figure out what works for you. Number one. Number two, what books or what, you know, what, whether it be a gratitude journal, there's a multitude of different journals that may serve you. So mm-hmm. look into that. Do some research on that. Yeah. So, so that's a good first step right? um, Maybe listen to one of Robin Sharma's podcasts or Mel Robbins has an amazing five minute YouTube uh, video clip on why you shouldn't hit the snooze button. Yeah. Those are some things that, and we'll get, we can get into all of this, but those are for episodes to come. Sure. The first step to not hitting that snooze button is making the decision that you want to have a morning routine because you want to go get those big ass goals you have. And whether that's in your career, in your relationships in your finances, how you wake up the the way in which you set your tone for the day is going to dictate how you show up for the rest of your life
0: and that hour before you go to bed act like you're getting up early absolutely act like it do everything before that hour like you were getting up and that means putting your clothes out of what you're going to wear like get prepped for that like like morning routine start the night before
1: yeah All right, guys. So we hope this was super helpful. Um, Like we said, we will link some amazing guides in the show notes. So we've got a morning routine, a quick guide you can take a peek at. We've got an evening routine one and also your 24-hour tracker to start to really observe what are my daily habits, what's working for my life, and where are the opportunities for me to enhance so that you can live truly in your greatness and crush, crush, crush your goals and your dreams. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys.
0: You have been listening to the Fitzlife Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review
1: and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.